Kardashian was hours away from going into labour when Tristan Thompson's secrets were revealed to the world. He had cheated, and not just once. It was the beginning of a never-ending scandal that has yet to die down three years later. Welcome to Scandal from the Shameless Podcast, the stories of the biggest celebrity controversies revisited. Zara McDonald, we are back. We are back, Michelle Andrews, for part two. I've got to say, I am really excited for this episode. Yeah, I've been really pumped to record this. I feel very energised when I speak about any Kardashian story, but particularly this Khloe Kardashian story. What did we cover in episode one? I think the things that stand out to me were that I developed this real feeling of sympathy for Khloe Kardashian. She was this real lioness who was trying to protect and bolster Lamar Odom throughout their seven-year marriage and even saying that their seven-year marriage and their seven-year relationship. With hindsight, it felt like this was just a, a small fleeting love story. But in reality, she put up with a very difficult situation for a long period of time. Yeah, it felt very much like Khloe Kardashian was put through the ringer mm. with Lamar Odom. And it's the kind of scenario where if Chloe Kardashian was in your life, you would want her to move past this after going through so much drama and probably quite a bit of trauma around it too, mm. to meet someone who was going to offer her calmness yeah. or comfort or stability. stability. And unfortunately, she found the opposite in Tristan Thompson, which is really hard to swallow, isn't it? Yeah, super hard to swallow. We know that she did refile for a divorce from Lamar Odom in 2016. That was the same year that Tristan Thompson came into her life. And we have a lot to cover in this episode. Tristan Thompson has put Chloe through four ringers. If she's put, yeah. Is that even a thing? Can you, no. put, <laughs> <laughs> Can you put someone through more than one ringer? You know what? In this case, I'm going to say yes. Let us rewind back to 2016 when Chloe Kardashian met Tristan Thompson. Oh boy. All right, Zara, we are in 2016. We would love to tell the listeners what month it is. We don't actually know though. Exactly. So Chloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson did meet in 2016. They say they were set up on a date. Now, what's really funny about this is we spent quite a bit of time digging <laughs> to try and work out what actual month these two met. And it was just way too vague and unconfirmed. And I guess the further we got into this story, the more it made sense as to why they've been a bit vague. A bit cagey. There are a few pieces to this puzzle and they're painting a pretty clear picture, but we will get to that in a little bit. Before we do, who the hell is Tristan Thompson? What is he all about? Yeah, so Tristan Thompson is an NBA player. He was when they met. He was playing for Cleveland at the time. He is seven years younger than Chloe. So he was about 25 when they met. She was about 32 or 33, depending on the month they met. As I said, we don't know. <laughs> so we have to be a bit vague with the ages. But we know that there was a bit of an age gap. Yeah, so according to Camp Kardashian, we did hear in the 10-year anniversary special of Keeping Up With Kardashians that Chloe and Lamar were set up by basketball player Brandon Jennings. Apparently, Brandon came to Chloe and said, You're such a good girl. I want to introduce you to someone. She was having dinner at the Bel Air Hotel, and old mate Brandon tugged along Tristan Thompson. And apparently they just connected. Yeah. So their relationship wasn't actually revealed until September 2016 when TMZ actually spotted them together at Chloe's house. So such a funny way to be spotted <laughs> yeah. within your own kind of compound, I guess. And that weekend they were seen celebrating Labor Day weekend at a nightclub in Mexico. So a source told People magazine that they were casually dating. Yeah. The following month they were seen making out at a Drake concert in LA. That feels like a rite of passage for celebrities <laughs> to be papped at a concert making out. Now, around this time, Chloe's signed divorce papers, the second lot of divorce papers with Lamar were finally being processed as well. Yeah. So by the end of October, so we're moving pretty quickly here. Mm. Chloe and Tristan actually made things official on Instagram, which I guess in Kardashian land is about as official as you can get. <laughs> it was a Halloween post of them sort of 
embracing cuddling I don't know but they're dressed up in like quite extreme Halloween costumes so Chloe was dressed as the X-Men character Storm Tristan was dressed as Black Panther and Tristan was wearing like a mask in the photo not the kind of masks we've come to know in 2020 and 2021 (laughs) but like a full-on mask so you couldn't see who he was but he was tagged yeah he was tagged from then on the relationship really gathered momentum like this was very much a big feature of Khloe Kardashian's life and one that she wanted to share publicly. In January, so 2017, she did speak to James Corden and confirmed that they were doing really well. She said, I am in love. I'm very happy. It's going good. We use the L word. (laughs) (laughs) Not to be an asshole. Oh, here we go. But how old do you have to be to say we use the L word? (laughs) Just say I love him a lot. He's a great guy. (laughs) We use the L word. It is part of our vernacular. (laughs) I don't know why this is my hill that I'm dying on either. <laughs> Tristan did appear on Keeping Up with the Kardashians for the first time during their season 13 premiere. So that aired in March, the start of March in 2017, where he attended a Kanye West concert with the family. So a bit of a timeline check here. This is only about six months after the world even found out they were dating mm. and he's already in episodes that are airing of Keeping Up. Yeah, he's very much a part of the orbit of the constellation of that family, if that makes sense. In April, Chloe went as far to say that she was ready to marry him. She also said she thought he had great potential as a father. She said on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, he already is a father and I know for a fact that he would be an impeccable father. <laughs> so what can we talk about the wording of that? I know for a fact he'd be impeccable. <laughs> would be an impeccable father. Is he one right now or is he going to be an impeccable it's, father? Because he already has a child. He's had a couple of test runs <laughs> and I feel like now his training wheels are off and he's ready to like hit the big time with fatherhood. And now nah, I'm just overanalyzing, but that's well, pretty funny. We? I don't think we are. We're about to dive into a story that suggests that perhaps he hasn't always been great. Well, exactly. So we do need to explain what Chloe was talking about when she said that Tristan is already a father, not yet an impeccable one, (laughs) because it is a bit messier than Chloe made it sound. As some of our listeners might remember, around the start of October 2016, so Chloe and Tristan had basically all but confirmed their relationship through the tabloids, Tristan's ex-girlfriend, a model by the name of Jordan Craig, revealed that she was eight months pregnant on Instagram. Mm. So at this point, she had been on and off with Tristan for about two years. Yeah. And the post about her pregnancy kind of cradling her baby bump immediately led everyone to speculate that Tristan Thompson was the father of her baby. Now, obviously, the question on everyone's mind was also, has there been infidelity going on? Tristan Thompson is now publicly Khloe Kardashian's boyfriend And yet another woman is literally holding his child in her stomach. Yeah. And as you can probably imagine, everybody started to do the maths on the months. I'm also freaking out doctors are going to come for me. I know it's a uterus, not your stomach that you hold a baby. (laughs) Oh yeah, who cares? You you hold it inside your body. Who cares? So to be clear though, no one has ever confirmed if Tristan met Chloe while he was with Jordan and Chloe and Tristan have strongly denied this. But it does kind of make you raise an eyebrow when you can't quite work out through all of the sources on the internet (laughs) what month Chloe and Tristan actually met and what month he broke up with Jordan. What we do know, though, is that Prince Thompson, Tristan Thompson's first child, was born in December. So really right in the thick of a lot of this drama. Yeah. Years later in 2019, court documents from Jordan, his ex-girlfriend's child support battle with Tristan Thompson, revealed or alleged that cheating had gone on. So Jordan stated in her documents, every day several articles were published worldwide mocking my new unfortunate reality. My pregnancy would now become one of the most popular gossip headlines due to the woman Tristan was now publicly dating. My obstetrician ordered me to be on bed rest due to high levels of stress that eventually caused me to have serious pregnancy complications. I cannot force Tristan to be a father, she continued. I have been and will continue to be the sole caretaker of our son. It is my pleasure to care for him daily and tend to his needs. She also claimed that since their son had been born, so by this point, what, three, two, three years on, Tristan had only met him nine times. 
Yeah. So in response to this, Chloe actually jumped on social media to, I guess, quote unquote, speak her truth in an Instagram story. So she reiterated the story that her and Tristan met on a date because they were set up. She also stressed that Tristan had promised her that he and Jordan had actually broken up and she didn't know apparently that he was expecting a child with his ex-girlfriend until a few dates later. Mm. She wrote this on her Instagram story. Obviously, I was reluctant about us continuing to date or start a relationship. He pleaded with me that the relationship was over long before we met. He had me talk with his innermost circle. He showed me physical evidence, correspondence between the two and had me on calls with his lawyers to prove his point. She said that his best friends, business associates, and even his mother had also told her that he and Craig were broken up before they met. After explaining herself, Chloe apologized, saying, I'm sorry for any pain that this has been created either way. No woman deserves to go through anything like this. Dare I say, if you have to do that much investigation work, if you have to go to the end of the earth to prove or to disprove a theory that your partner may have been unfaithful... He probably has been unfaithful. This is what I found interesting even just sort of reading that back out is putting Jordan and Chloe to the side for the moment. If Tristan Thompson does have to go to the end of the earth to convince anyone that this was the case, it just doesn't make me believe him. No, it makes me think like if you're getting your mother to be like, no, they definitely weren't together. Should you really have to work that hard to prove that you haven't been unfaithful? It does strike me. The timeline must have been tight. It reminds me of when you go down with a lie. Like you start with a white lie and then you commit to it so much that it just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And the more infrastructure you put into defending the lie, the more obvious the lie is. Yeah, I agree with that. It's like you overcompensate. It's like dial it down by 70% and you almost might have me. I mean, what is even extra curious about this story <laughs> is after this happened, a tabloid, Raider Online, suggested that Chloe's story about them meeting on a date, a set-up date, didn't actually add up. According to video seen by Radar Online, Tristan and his ex-girlfriend Jordan Craig were seen sitting next to each other at Kevin Hart's wedding on August 13, 2016. Eyewitnesses also confirmed to the publication that Khloe Kardashian was also at that wedding. This is running very, very close to when we know that they were photographed together. So this is August 13. He's sitting next to Jordan, who ended up being the mother of his first child. Now, this doesn't mean for sure that Khloe and Tristan met at that August 13 wedding hit it off and got together. But we do know that they were spotted together at the end of August, the 28th, in an LA nightclub. So however they met, timelines are already running very, very close to each other. There's just some odd details that aren't explained for me. And even on top of that, there's also this other rumour that came out in 2020 about supposedly how Chloe and Tristan really met. Kim's former best friend, Larsa Pippen, admitted on a podcast that she and Tristan had, I guess, history together, as she called it. She said... I was kind of seeing Tristan before Chloe, before Chloe or any of them knew he existed. I was seeing him. I had come to LA. I brought him to a party Kim had. I introduced him to all of them. Then a week later or 10 days later, he started seeing Chloe, which is fine. I don't even care. It's whatever. Now, as we said, Larsa Pippen is Kim Kardashian's best friend or former best friend now. And it's interesting that she gave this story last year because even Lars's timeline of things is getting blurry as well. <laughs> Larsa Pippen was married to her former NBA star husband, Scotty Pippen, at this time. So you could say, based on the dates, I mean, they didn't file for divorce. They didn't separate until a few months after this happened in 2016. You could say that Larsa Pippen was admitting to cheating on Scotty Pippen in that podcast interview. And she has been accused of cheating on him in the past with rapper future as well. So a lot of infidelity potentially going on. Well, yeah, it's hard to know whether they'd already separated and it was like this small period between them privately separating and publicly announcing it or this being a catalyst for the separation. But more than that, I think if you look in the context of Tristan Thompson, was Tristan Thompson also seeing Larsa Pippen while he was meant to be seeing Jordan Craig? Mm. Like, how do you squeeze this many people in without With a cheating? Professional, a professional sporting career as well where you would be training a lot, working a lot, travelling a lot. 
How does he have this much time for this many women? It's a lot of energy. (laughs) He must be carb loading Uh, every day. At this point anyway, apparently Chloe and Tristan's relationship was quite strong or at the very least that was the image they wanted to put out to the world. Yeah, for sure. So by January 2017, a piece in People magazine reported that they were, and I quote, insanely happy and in love. We also had Chloe write on her personal blog, her personal website, about their astrology star signs matching up and syncing up. So she posted a reading and said, a love match between a Cancer and a Pisces is a positive meeting of spirits. FYI, Zara is a Cancer, I'm I was a Pisces. just going to say that. Is that us? We're madly in love with each other. She went on to say, both signs are basically tolerant and sympathetic and Pisces is easily energised by Cancer's <laughs> ideas. <laughs> I also don't know if I'm that tolerant, but thank you, Chloe. <laughs> So fast forward to September 2017. So that interview happened in January. It was a relatively uneventful beginning of 2017 for the two. Rumours began to emerge that Chloe and Tristan were expecting a baby. So People magazine published that according to a source, they were expecting a baby and were absolutely thrilled. They said, this is something that Chloe has wanted for years and years, and yet it's more than that. She didn't want it unless she was in the right relationship for it. Now, What's really interesting about this is during this time in particular, the Kardashians seemed to leak almost all of their major milestones to People magazine. There was a few pregnancies going on at this time. I think Kim was pregnant. I think Kylie was pregnant. The family were getting a bunch of publicity and people were really excited about this. And by the time that people had confirmed it or reported on it, I should say, most people looked at that and thought that's pretty legit. Yeah, for sure. And by December 21, 2017, it was absolutely confirmed. So Chloe announced that she was in fact pregnant with Tristan's child. She wrote on Instagram, my greatest dream realized we are having a baby. I had been waiting and wondering, but God had a plan all along. He knew what he was doing. I simply had to trust in him and be patient. Tristan, thank you for loving me the way you do. Thank you for treating me like a queen. Thank you for making me feel beautiful at all stages. Tristan, most of all, Thank you for making me a mummy. You have made this experience even more magical than I could have envisioned. Now, in March, Chloe confirmed that the baby was going to be a girl. They were having a daughter. Yeah. So then we kind of jumped to April 11, 2018. So about a month after we knew it was a baby girl that was on the way. And it was actually just hours before Chloe went into labor. A video emerged of Tristan Thompson and a woman at a bar in Manhattan. So Tristan was away in New York for a basketball game. And this was actually released by the Daily Mail. Now, Mish, what's funny about this story is before we went back and did the digging into this, I just assumed it was that TMZ video that was revealed. Mm. I didn't realise that there was actually a couple of different reports and different scenarios that were dropped within hours of each other. Yeah, so the first video to drop was actually by the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail video showed a woman with her arm around a guy who appeared to be Tristan Thompson. His hood was up, so it was kind of hard to see exactly who it was, but it did look as if the two leant into each other and kissed each other. Now, pictures and footage from that night showed Tristan wearing the exact same outfit and walking around with the same girl in the video. Yeah, so another video showed the same girl and Tristan Thompson entering a hotel at five o'clock in the morning, which naturally prompted a lot of allegations that he had been cheating on her just earlier that day, which makes it even more complicated. Chloe had posted like quite a romantic steamy photo of her kissing Tristan shirtless while he held her pregnant belly. So Mm. the image that we were seeing on the Kardashians Instagram compared to the image of the relationship that we were seeing on the tabloids was very different. Yeah, for sure. Now, tabloids also reported that this was not a one-off event. A source spoke to People magazine shortly after that Daily Mail piece and said, Tristan has been consistently cheating on Chloe. He is a serial cheater and there will be more women to come out of the woodwork. That source was bang on. Hours later, TMZ joined the chorus. Yeah, so TMZ followed up the first accusations of cheating by publishing videos that were allegedly taken the previous October. So just for a little timeline check again, We're talking about April right now. These videos were filmed from October the year before and 
It seems very much like TMZ had held onto them until the last possible moment before Khloe Kardashian was giving birth, I guess, so their stocks went up, which is just like a really gross thing to consider. But what these videos showed was Tristan making out with two different women. Neither of them were Chloe, we should say, <laughs> while Chloe was about three months pregnant, Mish. Yeah, so the surveillance video, which was recorded on October 7, 2017, so the year before, showed Tristan at a lounge in Washington, D.C. He made out with one of the friends and then ended up kind of putting his face in the other friend's chest. <laughs> And That's quite a delicate way to put it. How would I moving side oh, to side and probably just say the word? Say he it. was motorboating. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Hey, mom. But also, like, are you on schoolies? Oh, I know. You're a fucking what? Twenty five to twenty seven year olds at this point. You are in your mid to late twenties. I love how you don't know how old you are, so you just gave a three year range. <laughs> I'm getting lost in the timeline, but like, grow up. Totally. Grow up. How are you still behaving this way? And if you're gonna cheat on your partner. Why make it so cheap? It's just such ridiculous, like, cost-benefit analysis flaws that you think that the benefit of you motorboating a stranger in a club is going to outweigh the cost of the hurt you will inflict on the mother of your child when, like, she is world famous. Yeah, great logic, Michelle. Not quite sure (laughs) Tristan Thompson had any of it around this time of his life. So after all of this happened, a woman on Instagram who claimed that she was the one who was walking into that hotel with Tristan Thompson as published in Daily Mail posted these raunchy kind of texts that she alleged were from Tristan. She posted them on her Instagram story. Even grosser, I will say. She also posted a video of them allegedly having sex. I mean, all of this cheating aside, that's got to be illegal. Yeah, that's despicable. I don't think you can share content of someone having sex without their consent. And I mean, I doubt Tristan Thompson was consenting to this woman posting that on social media. Pretty egregious to go to that length. Yes, he did the wrong thing by cheating. Nobody deserves to have a video of them engaged in intercourse to be posted online. Yeah, it should be noted that neither of the faces were apparently visible in that Mm. clip and it was very quickly deleted. So it's very hard to know whether those videos were legitimate, but it does still stand that that's what she was trying to show anyway, whether or not it was true. Mm. So again, another bit of a time check. All of this was revealed a day before Khloe Kardashian gave birth. Yeah. In fact, Khloe Kardashian was about to go into labour the same night that these rumours were being published in tabloid media. Zara, let's take a break. After that break, we'll hear all about how this unraveled. But first, let's hear a word from today's sponsor. So it's pretty safe to say that these rumours were not at all well received by the Kardashian family. It was not received well by the public either. Tristan Thompson actually had to set foot on a basketball court pretty soon after these rumours were published and he was booed by the entire stadium for what he had done to his pregnant partner. It was huge news, Mm. like huge news. I mean, he was nicknamed Third Trimester Tristan or Third Trimester Thompson on Twitter, which was a nod to the allegations about his treatment of his ex-partner, Jordan Craig. There was also a bunch of speculation about what was happening behind closed doors in the Kardashian family. I mean, I remember all of these headlines that said that the whole family, including Scott Disick, which, <laughs> which doesn't just, really have a leg to stand say, on. <laughs> a bit rich from Scott, had unfollowed Tristan Thompson overnight. What's interesting about the state of play in the media at this time is I can't actually understate how huge this story was, Mm. but there were allegations that the Kardashians had leaked these videos themselves. I mean, The Cut wrote an article speculating that the family had been given some sort of heads up about the cheating and had played a role in the release of the videos. They argued that given how seemingly coordinated the evidence drop was on TMZ and the Daily Mail, the Kardashians had arranged for the story to go public. What do you think about that? I'm a huge fan of The Cut. I think The Cut so often gets it right. I think this is one of the instances where they got it extremely wrong. Do I think the Kardashians are PR masterminds? Yes. Do I think the Kardashians will take their love of PR and publicity to the extent that they would potentially put an unborn child and one of their family members at harm? No, I don't think anyone would be so self-interested and desperate for fame 
that they would put this undue stress onto a mother who's about to give birth, who's 40 weeks pregnant. I think that is a ridiculous assertion. And I think it's quite cynical as well. Like so many people love to assume that the Kardashians will stop at nothing for publicity. But I think there are two instances where I just flatly deny that. I don't think that's true in this case with Khloe Kardashian and True. And I don't think this is true in the case of Kim Kardashian's Paris robbery. I think those are just media storms because of the family's fame and because of the extent of their profile. Yeah, I have to say, I am usually the first person to say that the Kardashians will leak literally everything. I do fundamentally believe that they Mm. mastermind almost every single story around them. But this does feel like one example where I just can't imagine a family putting media coverage ahead of the birth of a baby. Like, as we're saying, this was a matter of hours before Khloe Kardashian was giving birth and Mm. her headspace is incredibly, incredibly important. That said, I will say I do not blame people for raising an eyebrow and wondering whether the family were involved in this, given what we know about their history. Like, if the Kardashians, for over the course of 20 seasons of their reality show, want to continuously spin and play the media, Mm. then when things like this happen, unfortunately, people are going to speculate that they're behind it. So you think it's a bit of the boy who cried wolf or the family who cried wolf. They've done it to us too many times that they then can't turn around and point the finger and go, no, 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 now it's too much. Yeah. I don't think that they can turn around and be like, how dare you accuse us of this? I I think it's a pretty extreme example and I really don't think that they did. But Mm. I don't think that people – I think that people have the right to be like, could this be – something that they would do. In the middle of all of this, Michelle, Chloe gave birth to baby True on April 12, 2018, just a day after the cheating rumours surfaced. Source did tell People magazine and we of course later learned in the Keeping Up With The Kardashians episode that aired about the birth that Tristan Thompson was present. Yeah, I can't imagine what these hours would have been like for Chloe because she actually went into labour the night of these tabloids publishing the videos. Like, Hours, hours later, she was getting ready to give birth to their child together. And in the Keeping Up with the Kardashians episode, you see her holding onto Tristan's hand and kind of shutting down any whispers in the labour ward about his infidelity. But I can't even imagine what your mind's doing in that state. Like, you know that the entire world, or at least the developed world, is talking about this relationship and you are about to have the biggest moment of your life where you're giving birth and you're holding the hand of the man who has put you through insurmountable stress. Reminds me of that idea that sometimes like the person that you want to be comforted by is also the person that caused you the most harm and that real kind of dichotomy between both of those things that she must have been experiencing. So by November 2018, so uh, don't make me do month maths, maybe (laughs) six months-ish. Well, we're going from May, which is the fifth month, to the 11th month. So yes, good maths. (laughs) Month maths (laughs) is my least favourite time of math. The Keeping Up With The Kardashian episode that everyone was waiting for where Chloe was giving birth finally aired. So... What was interesting about this episode, Mish, is we obviously went back and watched a bunch of these episodes again in preparation for this episode of Scandal, is I have to say it was a bit anticlimactic. Yeah, I think they really knew by November that Chloe and Tristan would not be splitting. Yeah. And so I think they were trying to present both sides of the argument instead of roundly slamming the man who put his partner through a terrible situation They had to carefully walk a tightrope between criticising him for the stuff that he had done wrong but also opening a space for forgiveness because Chloe in all of her interviews and pieces to camera and chats with the producers was saying things like, this is my family, this is the man I love, yes, he's done wrong but it's something that I need time to process, I need to go away and do this. And then you had Kim. I think Kim really played the role in these episodes of being that angry sister. But even then, the anger of Kim and Courtney and Chris and the aunties and grandmothers and whatever of the family did not even scratch the surface of how angry I would feel if this happened to one of my family. I would be egging his car if he did this to my sister. This is what I found most stark about this episode is the show showed them all individually finding out on their phones, which I don't know if I bought that sort Mm. of as maybe realistic or even believable, but whatever. They were 
telling the camera I'm shaking with anger right now and they'd just be like still mm-hmm. and like not looking particularly angry at all. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if this is just how you experience anger. <laughs> I mean, by you, I mean Kim Kardashian. But In I'm which like, case, can we refer you to a therapist? <laughs> but I'm just like, n- none of you seem outraged, surprised or as angry as I thought that any of them would be. Mm. So they did sort of, you're right, they did sort of walk the tightrope. They did sort of plant seeds that Khloe Kardashian may already be taking Tristan back or be thinking about it. And when the episode aired months later, after all of this happened, as we said in November, Chloe actually tweeted to her followers at the time. Regardless of what Tristan did to me, I was never going to take that moment away from True or Tristan. She should not be punished for his actions. He is her father and they both deserve to love one another as deeply as they possibly can. Mm. I thought that was quite nice and quite fair, but quite strong too. Yeah, I think that's quite a beautiful statement. I wonder if I would be strong enough to be that rational in the moment. Like, I, yes, he's done me wrong, but do I then take this moment away from his daughter? I do really respect Khloe Kardashian for having such a level head at this time. I will say the one quote I really loved from Kim Kardashian at this time was, so many friends are calling me with so many more things. I told Chloe, what are you going to get out of him? Think about it. You're going to be worried and nervous and have an insecure life because if he's not faithful now, he'll never change. And Zara, unfortunately, Kim Kardashian was bang on the money. Yeah. So after baby True was born, we had this period where it kind of looked like Chloe and Tristan were going to work things out. Many sources were telling the tabloids that things were up in the air. It was kind of on and off. I think they were just trying to like work it out off camera Mm. a little bit, but they did spend like the major holidays together. So things were looking kind of okay by the end of 2018. But things took a real turn on the 19th of February in 2019. So this is about 10 months after True was born, about 10 months after all those allegations of cheating were published in the Daily Mail and TMZ. Yeah, so TMZ reported that Chloe had split up from Tristan again after discovering he had allegedly cheated on her with Jordan Woods. Now, apologies for the double up of Jordans in this episode. (laughs) It's not our fault. (laughs) Jordan was Kylie Jenner's, so Chloe Kardashian's little sister's, best friend, best friend, roommate, confidant, co-worker. She was working across Kardashian brands in different capacities. She had been in this family, embedded in this family for about a decade. Yeah. So it was quite shocking when these headlines were first released. I got to say, when I first read them, I actually didn't believe them. Nobody did. It felt too convenient. Like it felt too much of a perfect drama for me, a perfect soap opera. So essentially what TMZ were alleging was that on the 17th of February, so a couple of days after Valentine's Day and Tristan had spent Valentine's Day with Khloe Kardashian, he had hosted a house party and Jordan Woods was at this house party and witnesses told TMZ that Tristan and Jordan were like all over each other and making out. I don't know if this is fair. But I'm even angry at the father of a 10-month-old baby feeling like it's appropriate to be throwing a house party while I imagine your partner is at your other home taking care of your child. Like, in what world is any man throwing a rowdy overnight house party when he has a baby at home? It's Gross. And I'm sorry, it's not very good parenting. I love that this is the straw that's broken the camel's back for you. (laughs) There's just so much about this story when I retrace it where I'm like, what the fuck? Like how low is the level that we are willing to accept of men? Because this is like beneath the earth's surface. We are getting very close to like the molten lava in the middle of the earth right now. Well, it feels very much like the details of this case in particular feel so extreme that the... This case, as if it's a criminal case. (laughs) It it fucking should be. Someone get a judge. (laughs) But I was going to say, the details here feel so extreme or are so extreme that... The details underneath that do get forgotten. Yeah. Like the fact that you've got a doubt of a 10-month-old baby throwing a house party. And I really don't think that if the roles were reversed, if Khloe Kardashian was throwing a house party, that that detail would ever be forgotten. Like a mother of a young child is never doing that. And if she is, she's not afforded the same leniency that the dad is. A mother of a child isn't doing it partly because she is exhausted because so many 
women are expected to do all of the childcaring or the lion's share of the childcaring anyway. Within an hour of this TMZ report coming out and this Hollywood Unlocked report, actually, Hollywood Unlocked was the very first publication to do anything on this. Tristan posted and apparently shortly after deleted a tweet that just said fake news in capital letters <laughs> like he's fucking Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so slowly, very, very slowly, it actually started to appear that this story might be legitimate. I mean, it started when Chloe commented a series of shouting emojis, like literally shouting emojis on a Hollywood Unlocked Instagram video that promised to leak details of what happened at the party. So many people saw that and thought, okay, well, perhaps this is confirmation that it happened. It also didn't help that Chloe's best friend Malika also commented on that video in capital letters saying strong facts. (laughs) What a way to tell the world that this is in fact true. Yeah. Strong facts. Now, there was an avalanche of backlash and hateful commentary towards Jordan Woods, so the other woman involved in this story. Overnight, Kim Kardashian unfollowed both Jordan Woods and Tristan Thompson on Instagram. I mean, that seems like a really frivolous detail. I know that that seems quite it does know, juvenile. Feel, it, it does feel a bit high school. Juvenile, but I think we're saying that just as confirmation. Like the family was making it very clear from the earliest of days that this was legit. There wasn't this PR strategy to push this story down, to pretend it was stupid, to deal with it behind closed doors. As soon as it broke, the Kardashians unanimously said, we will tell the world exactly what's happened here. We're not going to hide it. Yeah, and they'd be doing the unfollow, not because they really gave a shit about whether Tristan or Jordan stuff is showing up on their feet anymore, but because they knew straight away that's what people would be looking for for their own confirmation about the story. So the day after this story broke, Larsa Pippen's back. Welcome back, Larsa. <laughs> we didn't see you coming, but here you are. Welcome back. Kim Kardashian's former best friend. And she told TMZ that she expected that Jordan would be kicked out of Kylie's guest house because Jordan was living with Kylie at the time. Imagine coming home to your house, Jordan Woods living with Kylie Jenner, and having to have this conversation or this confrontation about you making out with Kylie's brother-in-law it's, effectively. I know they weren't married, but oh. he had a kid with Khloe Kardashian. That would be an incredibly difficult conversation to have. And from a lot of reports, Jordan Woods did really retreat in the earliest days. She didn't confront this head on. She was completely intimidated by the ferocity of the coverage and she did go into hiding a little bit. Yeah, which is kind of fair. It wasn't even just the ferocity of the coverage, but it was also the ferocity of the family. She was young too. She was 21. Yeah, she was 21. And I remember when this story was breaking and yeah, she'd done the wrong thing, but there was a real aggression from the Kardashians that I haven't really seen in Mm. a long time. And I think I lost a lot of respect for how they go about things when they really sort of felt like an an OG gang up, to be totally honest Mm. with you. Now, tabloids latch onto more cryptic clues as proof that this really did happen. So two days after the first report came out, Chloe posted a carousel of quotes like, the worst pain is getting hurt by the person you explained your pain to, which many people took as reference to her getting hurt by Jordan. Yeah, subsequent reports came out in Us Weekly saying that guests at this house party where this whole scandal unfurled and Jordan and Tristan did make out we're told from the very beginning that it was a strictly no phones allowed party. Apparently phones were confiscated or phones had to be switched off and that was a condition of entry. Yeah, and I think the story was properly confirmed, like beyond any form of reasonable doubt, when Chloe tweeted on February 27, so just over a week after this story broke. Hi, loves. Wanted to let you know that I appreciate you. I've been reading your kind words and they really are a blessing to me. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be back when I'm in the mood to chat with you all. Until then, remember to be kind to one another. But no one spoke about this story properly until Jordan Woods sat on Red Table Talk. Yeah. Now, when I remembered this story back, like obviously before we research every Scandal episode and before our researcher, Justine, helps us with it, I kind of have a timeline of events in my head that very rarely syncs up with the reality. Yeah. I thought that Jordan Woods got on Red Table Talk two months maybe after the story had unraveled. It was two weeks. So this had come together really, really quickly that on March 1, two weeks after the scandal had initially hit papers, Jordan Woods appeared on Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk and got millions of eyeballs on that video 
kind of analysing her apology and how it sat with viewers. I was so excited for this. Did we watch this t- I think I it was a Saturday. I remember it was a Saturday and we were recording S- Shameless, I think, and we had watched it and then called each other and been like, oh, my God, we have so much to talk about. I remember because it was also on Facebook Watch and I've, yeah. like, never watched anything on Facebook Watch <laughs> Since- apart from Red <laughs> Table Talk. But I just remember this dropping. It dropped at, like, a mid-morning on a Saturday, I think. Yeah. I remember it being huge. Mm. So when Jordan sat down on Red Table Talk, she admitted that she did kiss Tristan Thompson. She said she went and spoke to Chloe and Kylie after it happened, but didn't reveal everything that had happened to Chloe because she, and I quote, was trying to protect Chloe's heart. Yeah. She said, she doesn't deserve this either. The last thing I wanted to do was be that person. I'm no homewrecker. I would never try to hurt someone's home, especially someone that I love. She did say that she was not the reason that Chloe and Tristan weren't together anymore in this red table talk. And I mean, that is quite a ballsy statement to make. Again, she was very, very young when she did this interview. She might have been a deer in headlights. Yeah. But quite out there to make a claim that you're not the reason they've split up when you did kiss her partner. I kind of know what she means, though. Like, this is hardly <laughs> the first time Tristan Thompson's done it. Like, no. she is not the first and it doesn't feel like she's the last. No. Chloe publicly disagreed about this. After the interview aired, Chloe tweeted, if you're going to try and save yourself by going public and then in capital letters, instead of calling me privately to apologise first, back to lowercase, at least be uppercase, (laughs) honest about your story. By the way, you are the reason my family broke up. Yeah. Not beating around the bush. Not beating around the bush at all. And I think this was a really big mistake by Khloe Kardashian. This kind of tone did not land well. She did follow that up with a tweet saying that Tristan was equally to blame, but that because he had addressed their situation privately via phone calls and text messages, she wouldn't be addressing Tristan publicly. She'd only address Jordan because of the red table talk. People did not like this though. This very much fit the age old archaic narrative of when a man cheats, blame the other woman. See the other woman as the seductress and kind of attack her with your fury. Thankfully, the public narrative very much came down on Khloe Kardashian for this. And as much as she was going through it at the time and really struggling at the time, I think there was an important correction to the narrative that Tristan Thompson was like 98% responsible for this. Jordan Woods, yes, shouldn't have kissed him, but Tristan Thompson has to fall on his sword. I totally agree with you. What was interesting is by June, this episode of Keeping Up with Kardashian finally aired and you had a bit of back and forth between the sisters. Again, not nearly as much anger or shock as they probably would have expected. And it was kind of confirmed that initially Jordan denied that they kissed and then told Chloe later that they did. Chloe's quote about it was, for Jordan to know everything I've been through with Tristan, literally my heart is in my eyeballs. Yeah, Chloe did also address her relationship with Tristan. She said he found his behaviour disgusting and that she would, and I quote, never understand the depths of his, ugh, I was hoping for a better outcome for my daughter and myself. She also claimed that Tristan had threatened to kill himself as part of this kind of being revealed publicly. And it was really interesting to see the dynamic of a heartbroken woman feel so much anger towards a person and yet also clearly still love him and still be so worried about his well-being. Like she went to the ends of the earth to make sure he was okay and had support at that time. Feels very reminiscent of Lamar, doesn't it? That someone can hurt you so much, but then also themselves be in so much pain. So you kind of need to sideline your own pain in order to look after them. Like it's just it's an, huge. It's an odd dynamic, isn't yeah. it, to get your head around? So the scandal effectively ended Jordan's relationship with the family and with Kylie Jenner. To this day, they are not on speaking terms. But while Chloe and the family have cut Jordan out of their lives, the same has not been applied to Tristan. No, Tristan's very much still in the fold and he was in the fold very soon after this all unraveled. So while they did stay mostly separated through 2019, he did attend True's first birthday party. In December, things seemed to be patched up kind of again. He gave Chloe a diamond necklace and a diamond promise ring as a way of saying sorry. Chloe also told Scott in one of the episodes, I was like, I really appreciate it, but I don't think I can accept it. This is a beautiful new you that I'm seeing. I just don't want to go there to be any blurred lines or for you to think anything. She also stressed that there was nothing romantic going on between them, which was kind of 
the storyline that we were fed for a lot of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but it definitely seemed like smoke and mirrors, that publicly they were saying, no, we're not together. We just are seen together all the time and are very, very close. Yeah, it was like beyond co-parenting, right? After spending more and more time in each other's lives, and perhaps they were just getting used to being around each other again, the rumour really gained steam in July 2020 that they were finally giving their relationship another go. So just before Chloe's birthday party, Tristan actually posted a photo of him and Chloe with baby True on Instagram lying on a trampoline together with a pretty romantic caption that suggested the family were back together. So he said... I'm wise enough now to know that you came into my life to show me what it means to be an incredible person. I appreciate how I am able to learn from you and grow because of you. You deserve the world, Coco. True and I love you, Mama. Happy birthday. Yeah, in March this year, so about 10 months after that Instagram post, Chloe confirmed that they actually were back together. They were official. She shared a photo of Tristan, True and herself at Tristan's 30th birthday party, writing, the ones that are meant to be are the ones who go through everything that is designed to tear them apart and they come out even stronger than they were before. Hope you know today and every day how loved you are by me and so many. So we have them back together. (sighs) I'm so tired. It's literally like whiplash. I feel like I'm watching a tennis game where you go, back together, happier than ever. Oh, wait, Tristan has potentially cheated again. And that is exactly where we found ourselves one month later in April of this year. So April 2021. Yeah. So as you said, Mish, in March, we had confirmation from Chloe that they were back together. In April, an Instagram model called Sydney Chase, and we did speak about this on Shameless, claimed on a podcast that she and Tristan had sex after he had gotten back with Chloe. And so then we had this back and forth again, report that they had broken up because of Sydney's allegations. Yeah. On the 22nd of June, the Daily Mail also reported that Tristan had been seen going into a bedroom with three women at a house party and that he didn't emerge for 30 minutes. And then when he did emerge, he looked disheveled. Now, I don't even know what to make of this stuff anymore. Like when I read it, a tiny part of me goes, could people just be coming out to try and stir shit? They know they'll get publicity by saying this stuff publicly. This will boost Sydney Chase's profile, for example, and she will benefit from that financially. Or is it more likely that women are telling the truth and Tristan Thompson is cheating? I think the latter is true. I think Sydney Chase coming out and saying this story is likely, yes, to boost her profile, but also boost the amount of trolling she gets and the public condemnation. Oh, God, yeah. I don't understand if it's legit that Tristan Thompson is cheating again. Can they just be in an open relationship? Like, I am confused by this weird hybrid of a relationship where the man consistently cheats again and again and again. They break up, they patch things up, they get back together. It's all about loyalty and staying true to each other. And then we go through the same cycle. Just have an open relationship. Yeah, it would be exhausting, wouldn't it? Which brings us now to that photo and I guess of those comments, Mish, which sparked this entire scandal series. In July, Chloe Kardashian shared a bikini photo of herself and this was the one where Lamar and Tristan ended up having this weird, like, exchange in the comments. So Lamar commented, hottie, with the fire emojis, the love hut eyes, the love heart, and then the smiley face with love hearts around it. And then Tristan also commented on the post with two love hearts and two drool emojis. Yeah. And then the worst part of it all was that Tristan clearly commented on the photo and then fucking realised that Lamar was there too. So I was like, hang on a second. So he replied to Lamar's comment saying, God brought you back the first time. Play if you want. Different results. It goes without saying public sentiment was with Lamar. Yeah, Lamar's comment was liked like three times more than Tristan's comment was, which was a bit embarrassing for Tristan considering he was trying to like own Lamar and lost. and got owned by Lamar saying nothing. Yeah. Just leaving (laughs) it up to the public to kind of cast their votes. So here we are, September 2021. What do we know for sure? We'll get to Chloe and Tristan in a second. Should we cover where Jordan is right now? Yeah, Jordan Woods, not Jordan Craig, just for the record. (laughs) It does seem, as we said, that Jordan's relationship with the Kardashians is totally done. In a reunion episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Kylie did confirm that they weren't 
friends anymore. She said it was kind of an overnight thing and, you know, when she did something to my family, it felt like she did something to me. Chloe did say in this reunion that she actually didn't have a problem with Kylie being friends with Jordan anymore. She said that she'd had multiple conversations with Kylie saying, you can reunite with her if you want because she did say, if I can allow Tristan back into my life, I need to allow the same forgiveness and acceptance of other people. Yeah, as of right now, it doesn't seem like any patching up of that relationship has happened though. Jordan is now actually dating another professional basketballer, Carl Anthony Towns. She's also making a name for herself beyond this scandal, which is really great to see. She made her acting debut on the TV show Grown-ish and was a contestant on The Masked Singer last year. She was also in a film. It looked like a bit of an indie or amateur film. It was called Trigger, but she did have a main role in it. Interesting. As for Chloe and Tristan, well, the headlines are different every single week. I mean, we are recording this over a month before it will be released because we work so far in advance. So God knows what will happen. Yeah, God knows what's going to unravel or unfurl in the interim. Yeah, it is that dramatic. There are that many stories. It is impossible to nail down whether they're together at any given point in time. So I guess we'll leave you with the vagueness of they're probably together, Mm. but I don't know what the tabloids are saying. Yeah. And definitely Khloe Kardashian deserves better. She doesn't deserve this. She's been absolutely put through it. And I would hope that either Tristan Thompson, after years of trying and failing, finally gets his act together or they come to an agreement in their relationship that is healthier. I think we can all say this has not been a healthy relationship for a long time. Perhaps they do need to open that door of being an open relationship or perhaps Tristan needs to keep it the fuck in his pants. Yeah, big agree with that. Guys, that is all we've got time for today. Thank you so much for coming on this ride with us. It's been quite a ride I'll say that much this episode was researched by Justine Landers Hanley with help from you and I Michelle Andrews and Zara McDonald (laughs) if you want to support the show just click that green follow button on Spotify and that purple subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. yeah guys thank you so so much as always we will have all of the relevant pics and videos on our Instagram check them out at shameless podcast we also keep highlights of every scandal episode so if you go through our story highlights you can click through and see all the relevant polls and all the fun stuff we do for every scandal app. Yeah. That is all for now, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back in your ears on Thursday. Bye. Bye. Hello, guys. Mish here. I am the co-founder of Shameless Media. Thank you so much for giving us your ears and your mind and your time. We're so grateful. If you enjoy the stuff that we produce, may I recommend our brand new podcast, Style-ish. Style-ish, if you want to say it quickly. Style-ish, if you want to take the long way through. It is our podcast for all things fashion, brand, business, and beauty. If that is in your wheelhouse. If you care about style content, you will love this show. It is, of course, more than just a show as well. It is a newsletter. It is an Instagram feed. It is a TikTok account. There is so much good stuff going out on Stylish every single day starting now. So in your favorite app, search for Style-ish. Give it a listen. Give it a follow. We are an independent media company and we would be so, so grateful for all your support. That's all for me, guys. Check out Stylish and have a good one.